Self-care for mom means best care for family. You are listening to Self-Care Saturday. I'm your host, Shannon LeVan. I'm a Christian, a wife, mom of four, and owner of Busy Moms. I believe a mother is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Her children arise and call her blessed. Proverbs 31, 25 through 26. Hey there, busy moms. Uh, Today, our special guest is a mom of two and a transformational life coach at Coach Shanita Incorporated. Shanita Lou teaches women how to reclaim their time and carve out their me time needed to crush their goals like a boss. I met Shanita on Facebook through a mutual friend, and our interest in the importance of self-care sparked this wonderful friendship. So I have invited Shanita, or Coach Shanita, as she refers to herself, to tell us about her own journey and why self-love is essential to our self-care. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Coach Shanita. Hey. Hey. (laughs) How are you? I am very good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I know we have been talking about this for a very long time, but there's no time like the present. So I'm very, very excited to have you here and sharing all of your wonderful expertise with these awesome moms. So before we get started, I want to tell you all a quick story. So before Shanita and I got on this call, we had a little snafu with the recording, and so I was feeling a little flustered and Shanita came to my rescue and asked me to pause and take three deep breaths. And I just wanted to say I loved it. I really did. And it's hard for moms to stop and take a breath. You know, a lot of times we feel like our to-do list is never ending. We don't have time to take a break. But sometimes pausing, thinking, breathing is exactly what we need to get us exactly where we need to go. So I just wanted to shout that out. Coach Shanita, you rock. Thank you so much. I'm sending you a big hug through the technical connection. (laughs) I receive it. I receive it. All right. So to get us started, I'd like you to tell our audience a little bit more about you. So can you tell us where you're from and how many children you have and what are their ages? Yes. So I am... Uh, a native New Yorker, ride or die, and I was born and raised in Queens. Um, I currently live in the suburbs now, but I always represent Queens. <laughs> I know, um, real estate's getting real expensive there, um, and I am many things, including being a mom of two children. Uh, my toddler, Caden, is going to be three years old very soon, and my baby girl is going to be one in a few weeks. So, oh, wow. Children under three, they keep me on my toes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She's going to be one. Doesn't it feel like the year went by so quickly? Yeah. You know, but one thing I try to do, and, and we'll talk more about this, is really um, wake up every day and try to be as present as possible. So in the past, I'll, I'll always, my first thing I say at the end of the year is like, oh, this year has gone by so fast. And this is one of the first years of my life where I could say, you know what, it's gone by, but 
I've been present for a lot of it, and I'm really proud of that. Mm. Because, um, I, you know, our children are such gifts in that they really do force us to pause and be present, and that is a gift that my children have given me in the last couple of years. It can be busy, it can be crazy, it can be stressful, but I have taken more time to pause than I ever have before, and it's really allowed me to cherish this year that I've had with her because um, I know she's not going to be this small forever. Yeah. Oh, that's such a sweet sentiment. <laughs> um, and I totally agree. I feel like when I when I think of the year going by quickly, it's sort of like the early stages of their development happen so fast, right? It's like, you know, they get here, and then in a couple months they're moving, and then a couple more months they're, like, eating and moving more and you know just within that first year there's so many changes that happen it can kind of feel like whoa when did you become like a whole kid now walking and talking and doing things um and since you know a few of mine are a little bit older it's like now they've kind of slowed down in the terms where it's like okay now we're just in this kid space and here we are so it's it's definitely a whirlwind, but um, it's definitely a journey that I wouldn't trade for anything in the world and love my babes, even when they drive me nuts. And um, <laughs> there we are. So um, tell us a little bit about what got you into the career of life coaching. Yeah, you know, um, I had a variety of moments that have led me here. Um, you know, I've spent the last decade advising young people on how to succeed in college. Um, I myself come from a first-gen low-income background, and so it has been my passion to serve that population across the country and helping students graduate from college and reach their fullest potential. But one thing I noticed over and over again as a college advisor and a coach was that no matter how much concrete direction and support I was offering students, I often found that they were still feeling stuck and they were still making choices that didn't reflect their full potential. And then I mm-hmm. thought to myself, you know what, that's not just a college student problem, that's an everybody problem. I know it was my problem. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was drowning in work. I was doing so much for everyone and everything else. And I, I myself was feeling stuck about stepping into the next phases of my life. Because back in 2015, that's really when it all blew up. I quit my well-paying job, um, dropped that title, and decided, you know what, I'm going to start my own coaching business with no entrepreneurial bone in my body. I had no idea. (laughs) I thought, oh, I'll just become a life coach. Um, And then I got pregnant. Then I'm pregnant. I'm unemployed. And then I was near homeless because my husband and I put it in offer for a house. And without two incomes, I wasn't quite sure if the bank would approve us. So a month um, I'm stressed out, don't know, you know, where money's going to come from. All the while, I'm getting real ambitious. And I thought, whoa, 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 I need to slow the phone. Like something, something big is happening, but I don't even know how to step into that powerfully and confidently. And so a life coach totally changed my world. And through the coaching certification program that I embarked on, I was able to work with several life coaches. And that experience taught me how to turn my attention back to myself and my mm. needs. And when I finally paused and took the time to do that, 
you know, I was finally able to connect to myself, to my spirituality, to my creativity, and it really helped me build my confidence and my fierceness into stepping into all of those new chapters as mom, as entrepreneur, as homeowner, and just all of the things that were going on. And since then, I've dedicated my life's work to helping other deserving women, especially moms, because I know that you're not alone, and whatever you've got going on, if you've got dreams, if you've got things that you want to knock out of the park, you can do it, and you don't have to suffer alone. Mm. Wow. That is very inspiring. Um, And I feel like all of us have kind of hit that moment where it's like, which way do I take? I either keep forging ahead or I just get stuck and I can't move any further. Um, And I don't think many of us would think, let me go get a life coach, right? I mean, that's probably not... (laughs) that pops in our head but man what a blessing that you were able to do that and you know they were able to help you recognize that everything that's happening around you starts with you right like I'm, I'm a big fan of perspective right and so even when you're in the midst of the turmoil and things just look so bleak your perspective can absolutely 100% affect the outcome um I definitely know that feeling of sort of not having a place of your own, um, and I kind of got sucked into it. You know, I was also pregnant when we were waiting to move into our house, and, you know, we're, like, living in a hotel, and I was, like, incredibly stressed to the point where I was, like, kind of pulling myself away from my friends and whatnot, and once I came out of it, I, I saw what had happened, and I think that was something that kind of inspired me to want to help others as well because I'm like, it's so easy to kind of fold into yourself. And when you can see it from a different perspective, you realize it's not as bad as it could be and you really do need the support of others. And, you know, encouraging yourself and letting others encourage you will help you to overcome whatever obstacles are in front of you you for overcoming that and and having that self-awareness to do that and it's not easy though and I think that's why life coaches are so helpful Um, Mm -hmm. it isn't the first thing we think of when we're going through turmoil and stress but that's why it's so helpful to have someone who's outside of your mind that's running Mm. around of your emotions where you're ugly crying and wondering what's going to happen next. <laughs> I'm responsible for so much. And when you yeah. have someone outside of yourself to help you pause, to help you say, you know what, I know this is what you're going through, but how can we think about what else is possible, right? You talked about perspective. And when you can shift from I've only got option A and B to man, the world is my oyster. I was born to do this. I can knock this out of the park. This is how mm-hmm. I ended up a game plan to do it. When you have someone to help guide you there so that you can take the pressure off yourself and someone's helping you co-create your plan for the future and whatever is possible, that, that makes it so much easier. Mm, yep. And I think specifically when we 
when we're thinking about moms, you know, it's so easy to get swept up and caught up in our new role as mom. Um, and if you're married as a wife and trying to balance those and still sort of feel like yourself, it's, it's kind of, it's really hard. I mean, it's, it's, sometimes it can be impossible. And, you know, having someone who, you know, can walk you through that, who can kind of say, okay, you know, for one, they can probably validate, like, yeah, some of the things you're feeling are legit. Like, yeah, but, again, let me give you some perspective. Let me show you, like, strategies on how to move through this and overcome this. And I know um, you have some awesome um, supports on your website that sort of can help moms figure out ways to incorporate um, that self-love and that self-care on a daily basis. Um, can you share some of those strategies with us? Sure, sure. And, and just so you know, I, I, too, have been in that boat of wanting to be the best daughter and the best daughter-in-law and the best wife and the best career woman and the best homeowner. And um, I think it gets harder and more unrealistic to upkeep those expectations. And mm. at the pace at which we go as moms, it, it's unreasonable. I mean, just point mm. out, it's unreasonable. Mm-hmm. We end up self-sabotaging our own lifestyle because of trying to be all of these things for other people. So mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that is where a lot of my life hacks and self-love tips and techniques were born out of, just my own frustration about trying to be all of these things and being completely inconsistent, if not absent, from my own self-care and self-love. So, you know, these are some <clears throat> tips and, and hacks that, Basically, it's an entire step-by-step process of how to make you time a reality. You know, everyone's got a lot going on, but there are still very easy, guilt-free ways of finding me time, even on your most hectic days. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've got a total of seven that I have on my website, coachnita.com. I've got, I've got several free resources on there, but this particular um, set of hacks is designed with the busy mom in mind. It's designed for you to not add one more thing to your plate, which is what I think we typically jump to and think, oh, gosh, not that. Um, <laughs> right? But these are things that you integrate into your schedule because as a transformational life coach, people have to understand that transformation is not like let's run away to the mountains and, you know, cleanse our aura. It's I'm taking one step, a small mm-hmm. step every day, little by little, brick by brick. I'm building in a new behavior or strengthening a behavior and a practice that I already have to help with my own self-care and self-love. Because guess what? Self-care is not optional. <laughs> not optional. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and like you say, Shannon, I totally support you as you share this with other moms that when you start caring for yourself, right, the benefits are not only for you, but they're for your family as well. So, um, so with that said, you know, I can definitely take us through some of my top hacks. And the first one is when you wake up, breathe. So let's go ahead and take a breath. <sighs> no matter what time of day you're listening to, breathing is always the way to go, right? Um, <laughs> when you wake up, 
you know, you probably have a little one who's saying, hey, mommy, I got to pee. Or maybe you have to pee. Or like something is happening where you want to pick up your phone and see what's going on on Insta or Facebook. But to be able to lay in your bed or sit up and inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth and taking that time to clear your head and really awake into the day ahead of you, not only is it healthy, but it feels good. You're oxygenating your body. You're clearing out the morning clutter. You are impacting your focus. Whether you think you are or not, you really are. And so to breathe, whether it's a series of breaths, five minutes of it, or just 30 seconds, it really makes all the difference for setting the tone for your day. Right. And we're not talking about, like, regular breathing that you have to do to live. We're talking about, like, intentional breathing, like, I'm going to stop, and right now I'm only going to focus on my breathing. Absolutely. And even if you have to take your toddler to the bathroom to pee, like I do every morning, I will take them to the bathroom, then I'll get back to the bed, and I'll breathe, you know. You yeah. just got to create a space for yourself to do that in the morning that really makes all of the difference. Absolutely. And so my second hack is while brushing your teeth, set an intention for the day. So after you breathe, right, it's so easy to dive into a million morning to-dos. You've got to go put the coffee on. You've got to go get breakfast. You've got to go to get this person ready and yourself ready for the day. And with so much going on, it's so simple to discard maybe the prayer or the journaling or some of the things that you may do as part of your morning ritual if you have a morning ritual. And what I love about this hack, no matter where you're at in your own self-love journey and practice, this hack is meant to meet you where you're at. Everyone's got to brush their teeth. So if you are brushing your teeth in the bathroom and you see yourself in the mirror in the morning, set an intention. And literally you, have, you can say it, but your teeth might be filled with bubbles and toothpaste and stuff. (laughs) You know, just think about it. I intend to blank. And that's where you insert how you want to show up for yourself that day. That's all you have. Could you give us an example? Yeah. So one example that I use is um, when I'm brushing my teeth, I'll look in the mirror as I'm brushing, 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 and I'll say, I intend to be present for my kids today. Uh, because I am going through the motions a lot. I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm doing the laundry, I'm trying to get work done, I work from home. And so there's so much going on, I think, oh, well, I'm in the room. Don't they know I'm here? And they don't. Right. I'm, not, I'm not showing up for them. And it, it's, it's not always feasible to show up for them as often as you would like, but to really be right. present and playing with them and, and put my phone down. Um, right. And not check that text and not check that email. Um, speaks volumes. Our kids... They, they know the truth. They see and feel whether we show up for them or not. And so when I can speak that intention out loud or think it in the morning, it helps me remember. And when, I'm, when I am getting too busy, I think about that intention that I set while brushing my teeth, and then I pause. I course correct, and I go, okay. I, I, I did mm. it again. And now I'm going to pause. Or in five minutes when I'm done with this thing, I'm going to go right. pause and be present for them. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Sorry, I don't have much to say no, on that. It was I, just kind of have to like take it in take and it in. Yeah, like you know, on it. We're doing so much. We're doing so much, and setting your intention for the day is really one of the most powerful things you can do. And so, okay. you know, then that's the perfect segue to hack number three, which is set a midday alarm to walk it out. So maybe you were good for the morning. Maybe you were really good about setting your intention and taking time to breathe. And then midday comes and the papers are flying everywhere and this kid threw up on himself and, you know, this, you're putting out fires by 12 p.m. And sometimes all the stuff you said that you were going to do didn't quite uh-huh. turn out. And so now when we get to act number three, this is an opportune time for you to – what I like to do is I like to set my alarm because if I don't set my alarm, sometimes it will not happen. And so mm. I like to set my alarm for either 12 or 12.30, really whatever time feels like a good midpoint for you during the day. And that's when I walk it out. I walk it out. I, I, I mm. either take 10 minutes. I could go outside. I can walk around my house. You can walk around your office. You can walk up and down the stairs. Whatever space you're in, you've got to get up from behind your computer or whatever it is you're doing, and work those muscles out. And I know the Fitbit owners, I know you love to get your steps in, so for you, <laughs> a bonus benefit, right? But um, it's really an opportunity for you to wake your body up. If you've got babies and kids, take them with you. I don't know what child out there would, would say, no, I don't want to go take a walk right now. Kids love to <laughs> um, But not only will setting the alarm help you remember to walk it out, but it will really change your energy and maybe make you a little bit happier and healthier throughout the day. Mm. And if you lost your mind and went bonkers all morning, well, guess what, Mom? Now you have another touch point for yourself during the day to reset, to refresh, and to either remember that intention that you set, to breathe, or just to be. Maybe you need 10 minutes to not think about anything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, I actually started setting reminders on my Fitbit. I think they go off like every two hours. Um, and they were initially intended to kind of have me like stop whatever I'm doing and just share something that I'm thankful for in that moment, right? So mm-hmm. even if, you know, all heck has broken loose and the children have lost all of their minds, I can still stop and say, thank you, Lord, that I have fed them, or thank you, God, that they will take a nap in 20 minutes. You know, whatever it is, um, it worked for a while. I do recognize that it's kind of worn off its feeling, so I probably need to go back and change the times and probably switch up how often it goes off, but I love that. Something as simple as, like, go take a walk, um, I've been going to physical therapy recently, and my therapist is like, you sit a lot, don't you? And I'm like, yes, I do. I mean, I walk around the house all all day long, but, yes, I sit. And so I think that's great to kind of be like, even if you're in the midst of something, it's like, okay, I've sent the email. Okay, now I'm going to get up, and I'm just going to walk. But I'm not going to do anything. See, this is the other thing I feel like with us is we're like, oh, I'm going to walk to the washing machine. It's like, no, that doesn't count. (laughs) And you said 10 minutes, right? So it's like, no, 10 minutes of walking, of not doing anything, of, you know, not being distracted by anything, 
we have a porch, and I'm like, shoot, I can go walk out on the porch and just look, just just observe nature for a minute, like just get out of this space. Um, I think for some of us stay-at-home or work-at-home moms, you know, if we're not running errands, we're kind of in the house all day, mm-hmm. and we're not getting that fresh air. We're not getting that vitamin D, and so I think as long as it's not, like, pouring down rain or, like, frigid outside, you know, go outside, right? Like, don't just walk around the house. If you're able to, like, walk outside, get that fresh air, get some vitamin D, Um because I think it'll it'll make all of the difference. Um, and I appreciate how you said, like, midday, right? So it's like, all right, we got to the middle of the day. How are we doing? It's, you know, it's kind of like a self-check-in, like, all right, what's happening here? Do we do what we're doing? We're not. Let's fix it. You know, it's kind of like you give yourself a restart. Um, so I, I really like that. I like that a lot. And I'm going to incorporate that into my routine. Yeah. I love it. Um, And I have to say, I'm so guilty of it, being a work-from-home, work-at-home mom. I am in yoga pants and T-shirts and underwear (laughs) all day. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm lucky if I, like, washed my face and, you know, like, just fixed myself up to look presentable. And what I... What I started doing, now, mind you, not everybody might have the luxury of doing this, but I live in a very kind of small neighborhood where no one's really fashionable. Nobody, nobody really cares. And so if I could just get my sneakers and my, you know, my jacket on, you know, I, I kind of just bite the bullet and go, okay, you know what, I, I might not be looking so fresh and beautiful right now, but I feel good and I'm going right. to take this walk. I'm going to take it. Yep. I don't care if my shirt has a hole in it. Yeah, you know, my hair could look cuter, but I'm going to do it, and I, I, we all benefit from it. Me, the kids, my body, um, it really makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Those are awesome things. So for you moms out there listening, don't worry. All of this is going to be included in our show notes, um, and I'm going to include a link to – Coach Shanita's page where you can grab all of these wonderful goodies that she has shared with us today. So you can replay it if you want to to, you know, write them down, but I'll also have a space for you to be able to grab them as well. Um, so, I mean, we've, we, we talked a little bit more about um, why it's important because um, I think we both kind of touched on the fact, you know, we kind of get lost in the day-to-day and the things that we're doing. Um, But one of the things that, you know, I'm very passionate about is is getting back to you or figuring out who you are now that you were in this role. And when I say you, I don't mean you as mother, you as wife, you as as, um, career woman. I mean, like, you. Who are you? What do you like to do? What makes you happy? Um, and I think when you are able to spend time with yourself, you can figure those things out much more quickly. Um, so, Coach Anita, how do you sort of make time for yourself? So, and this is <clears throat> time without the children, without working, like, do you have that time, and, and what do you do when you have that time? Yeah. 
So, you know, to your point about the making the time for you, I, I want to pose a few questions for our audience to think about because when you think of be, about making you time, there's some really key things to keep in mind. For example, do you want to feel happy? Do you want to feel joy? Do you want to feel satisfied? Do you want to feel like you matter on your own to-do list? Take a second and think about what those answers look like. Now, here's the key thing. If you don't take the time to practice that self-love and reflection, guaranteed you will be too run down and out of it to even lean fully into those feelings. So whatever your answers look like, if you are too run down and too burnt out and too strapped for time to pay attention to yourself, you will not even have the capacity and the bandwidth to feel the joy and the happiness and the freedom and the satisfaction that you are yearning for. Because no matter how busy you are, there's a part of you that wants to feel happy. Mm-hmm. And so for me, when I think about my answers to these questions, guaranteed, I want to feel joy. I want to feel fun. I want to feel creative. I want to feel these things that are very important to me. And taking out time to identify what that even looks like is crucial. And so every morning, I, no matter what my morning looks like, including weekends and holidays, I take out time to practice the three hacks that I just shared, which is to breathe, to set an intention for the day, to set a midday alarm to walk it out. But I also have a set of affirmations that I will either say out loud in the mirror or write down or just kind of mantras that I think of to myself to help affirm what it is that I want to lean into. So even if I feel like crap, which is a very real feeling for many of us moms, I'll wake up and affirm something that is positive that will help me change my energy and change my vibration towards how I'm feeling so that I can get closer to happiness and I can get closer to joy. Um, If I have an opportunity, and literally it's just about five to ten minutes to write in my journal, I'll do that because I do find that writing out my affirmations and just writing whatever is coming out of my stream of consciousness just helps, just helps. It just helps free up space in my head and my heart, and it helps me reflect and rejoice. And one thing that I do like to do, and some people think it takes like ten minutes, twenty minutes, but for me, I can take as long as a minute a minute to do a quick meditation. And sometimes it's just me looking outside of my own backyard. It's just looking at the trees and closing my eyes and bringing myself into a space that feels spiritual, that feels loving. It looks different for everybody, but that connection to myself and to something deeper and to something greater is so important for me. Sometimes I'll even, if the sun, the sun comes through my, my front window because my house faces east. So the sun is constantly pouring in on a sunny day. Sometimes I will literally stop what I'm doing. I'll lay down on the dining room rug where the sun is pouring in and I will just let my face, you know, just I'll close my eyes and let the sun hit my face. 
really. I'll just have the sunlight hit my face, feel the warmth. I'm inside, so I don't got to feel cold. Um, <laughs> it's definitely fall time out here in New York. And um, I will just let the sunlight hit my face, and I will just breathe, and I will just think about all the things that I'm grateful for, or I just won't think at all. But those, those mini meditations, they do wonders for me. And you don't have to feel guilty, moms, about taking that time to affirm or to meditate or to write or to breathe or whatever it is that you do to lean into the joy and the happiness that you want to feel. Because you matter. You matter. And bottom line, self-care is a practice. So you're not going to be an expert at this. You're not going right. to be kumbayaing, you know, the, the first day or the first <laughs> You know, it, you're going you're gonna to mess up or you're going to forget yep. and you're going to get derailed. And then you start where you are at again and then you just try and you do that one thing and those small little action steps that you take are the very patterns and shifts in your behaviors that are really going to open you up to some incredible transformation. Uh. Absolutely, absolutely. Man, <clears throat> I hope you guys are soaking up all of this goodness that Coach Anita is sharing with us. Um, I'm feeling zen just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> so tell us where um, moms can find you on social media and online. Yes, so I definitely have a lot of free resources that are on my website, which is coachshanita.com. The particular page that I'd love for you guys to visit so you can find my quick, easy, guilt-free hacks for finding me time on hectic days would be coachshanita.com slash hacks. And in addition to those seven hacks that will help you reclaim some of your time and energy, I've also got a really fun bonus gift. It's a free coaching exercise, so it's a little audio download called Getting Ahead While You're On The Go. So for all of you busy moms who are in the car, on the bus, on the plane, on the train, taking a walk, wherever you're at, even if you're doing the dishes at home, you can download this free audio exercise. It's customized just for you, fitting your busy schedule, and it's going to bring you closer to the future that you're longing for. So definitely check that out. Take a listen. Use these hacks that I've created to integrate into your already very busy schedule so that you've got that time that will give you some joy and some peace. And um, I'm on Instagram at Coach Shanita. Uh, I have a Facebook page. If you type in Coach Shanita, I'm there as well. So I want to just make sure that you are getting the support that you need because it's not easy being a mom and doing a million things. But, again, bottom line, self-care is not optional. So when you start caring for yourself, you and your family are going to reap the rewards. And you mm. need enough to invest the time into yourself. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you um, so much for joining us and for giving us all of your wonderfulness. Um, Every time I talk to you, I'm like, man, this girl is, like, so chill. And I'm like, those are goals. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I very, very much appreciate you. <laughs> it takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of practice. And that I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, and so I thank you so much. And I'm sure we will talk again 
because I know that, you know, we've, we've got to stick together. That's what I love is finding other moms who are doing amazing things and connecting and supporting one another. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed hanging out with Shanita and I and that you got some valuable information. You can learn more about Shanita and her business on the show notes page. If this episode has impacted you, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and share this podcast. Tune in next week for the Ask Shannon episode where I answer questions from busy moms like you. Hugs and love, and remember, mom's self-care matters.